The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Hello, massive welcome to the very first episode of the Daily Beijing 2022 podcast. Yeah! <laughs> a little bit overexcited. We have loads of amazing interviews coming up over the next few weeks to make sure you are completely prepared for the day ahead in China. So let's get straight in. Even though the opening ceremony isn't until Friday, the action actually gets underway today. Wednesday, the 2nd of February, just in case you can't quite wrap your head around the time zones for whatever reason. We have two amazing stories from the mixed doubles curling. Coming up is the incredible story of the Australian... Yes, that's right. Curlers who have beaten the odds to make it to the Olympics in China. But first, Bruce Moat is representing Team GB in both the mixed doubles and the men's category. He spoke to us in the build-up to the Beijing Games about the ultimate team sport, why he's still not sure about an Olympic tattoo, and how his mental approach has improved ever since he came out as gay eight years ago. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. I think like when I came out, I was quite nervous about uh, telling the people I was playing with just because um, we were all kind of in our, our late teens and uh, I kind of felt a bit like ostracized from conversations at points. But generally what it's done for me is kind of built my confidence to be able to bring up uh, topics that um, generally I don't think would happen if uh, I wasn't there. And it, it's kind of brought us a lot closer as a team. Um, we're all kind of uh, very close with each other, so we were able to kind of uh, have a laugh and a joke, and uh, we we don't like to uh, sit in silence. Like we'll have a bit of banter between each other, and um, yeah, it, it's kind of um, a good way to be as a team because we're we're always kind of having a laugh. Yeah, curling has been amazing. I was welcomed as soon as I came out and uh, it's never really been an issue. It's not even really spoken about that much, which is, it is a good thing. And I don't feel like uh, if I was at this stage, I, I don't think I would need to come out. I would just kind of be who I am and um, generally kind of be uh, happy and like normal, like any other person. So um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, coming out really kind of relieved some stress that I was feeling at the time. and. Um, eight years on, it's almost like it, it doesn't even matter. I know a lot of people get the tattoo, but I'm I'm kind of like, do I want to have that like on my body for the rest of my life? So I'm not sure if I'll get it, but I think um, like just knowing that I went and being proud of that is enough for me right now. So I will definitely consider getting the tattoo, but I'll have to kind of make a decision when I finish the games, I suppose. Olympic Channel Podcast. GB start their campaign against Sweden, one to keep an eye on there. In the other matches, Norway play Czech Republic, People's Republic of China play Switzerland and the USA take on Australia. So here's Tahili Gill and Dean Hewitt from the Australian team on why they started competing in the sport. Curling is very small in Australia. So uh, for myself, my mum's actually originally from Canada and she taught my dad who's Australian. So um, it was kind of natural growing up around curling my whole life. And, you know, they played for Australia for many years and 
um, have been have had the privilege of actually playing with both of them and and with mum at a world championships too. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of in the family, and um, yeah, it's just kind of natural. My mum got me into it as well. She. She's an Aussie and she basically just saw it on the Olympics one day and really wanted to give it a go. So she called up the local rink and at the time they didn't have any curling available, but they put her in touch with a few other ex-Canadians who were also interested in starting it up too. So together they kind of started up the club at um, Boondal and yeah, I would just see her go every Wednesday night. I'd watch games on YouTube and she sort of just like got my interest that way and then didn't stop going. <laughs> I grew up playing cricket as well. Deb was a big cricketer as well. And, um, but yeah, once I hit kind of the senior level for cricket, I thought oh, I'd kind of put my time into curling because the, the, time, the timing for the um, events always clashed because, you know, we'd go overseas during our summer for curling, but that's when we had to play cricket. So I kind of took on the curling side of things and um, definitely made that my focus. I started figure skating when I was about eight. So my dream was at then um, to go to the Olympics for figure skating, but I really fell out of love with figure skating and fell more and more in love with curling. From 2010 onwards in Australia, we're still only getting uh, one night of curling a week. So it's still not much curling at all. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's on hockey or figure skating ice rather than dedicated curling ice. So um, the ice isn't flat enough for us to train properly. So with Australia making the Olympics now, hopefully that can actually spark some more interest and hopefully build a dedicated curling rig. That's our kind of biggest goal from this. Olympic Channel Podcast. From one amazing story to another, we have an amazing Five Rings film all about Rona Martin and the British women's curling team from Salt Lake City in 2002. They won the gold medal. It's an amazing story and the documentary is called A Brilliant Curling Story. Here's the trailer. I think Scotland is a complicated, difficult wee place. And curling is a complicated, difficult wee game. Everybody always says, oh, curling started in Scotland. And it did. You don't think it's a stepping stone. It was just fun. We touched the hearts of the nation and that's really special. It was like somebody just turned on a switch. Been over yet. It's finger biting toe curling time. Has curling ever been this exciting? We had nothing to lose. We're going for the goal but you had everything to gain. But there'd be no gold for 18 years. If I watch on TV, I still get nervous. So this is it. The stone for glory. Olympic Channel Podcast. You can watch the whole of that documentary right now. Just search for A Brilliant Curling Story and it should come up on olympics.com. Right, thanks to ZK Go and Chloe Morell for their production help in this podcast. In the next podcast, we will hear from the king of mogul skiing, Mikhail Kingsbury. Hit subscribe, tell your friends, stay safe, stronger together, and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.